So 92,000 today means you're doing about, what is that, $7,500 per month in revenue? Uh, yeah, monthly recurring revenue, um, seven and a half. Thousand yeah, and, euros. and where were you exactly a year ago? Do you remember? Year ago in revenue, uh, a little bit over half of that. You are listening to Conversations with Nathan Latka, where I sit down and interview the top SaaS founders, like Eric Wan from Zoom. If you'd like to subscribe, go to gitlatka.com. We've published thousands of these interviews, and if you want to sort through them quickly by revenue or churn, CAC, valuation, or other metrics, the easiest way to do that is to go to gitlatka.com and use our filtering tool. It's like a big Excel sheet for all of these podcast interviews. Check it out right now at gitlatka.com. Hey folks, my guest today is Tommy Vertanen. He lives like a local traveler, a technology enthusiast, and experienced business developer. He's the founder of several companies, including one micro VC to help other local startups get first investments, also a board member and advisor. He's now building doers.com, D-O-E-R-Z.com to help people find local experiences. Tommy, are you ready to take us to the top? Yes. Let's All do right. It. So just to be clear, this is you're selling to consumers. It sounds like this is B2C, not B2B. Uh, well, it's C to C, maybe B to C, but we are we are growing our business as SaaS product. So in that sense, we we also sell to governments and businesses. So it's a little bit of everything, you might say. Tell us about the use case where you're selling it to another business. Uh, to another business that would be that would be some um, travel related business wanting to use our platform in selling their activities. Uh, so, so this is something that we, because we run a platform where there are, I don't know, 1,250 plus experiences and, and activities and more coming every day. So typically it would be some travel-related business selling some activity. But our SaaS product, we also have have some companies using that. So, so What's the like, SaaS product? That would be the, the actual platform that we've built and... and uh, you know, um, we found out that it's a little bit difficult to scale it to to several European countries, for example, with uh, limited resources. So we basically pivoted a little bit to to sa- uh, start selling it as a SaaS product to cities. For example, in Germany, we are located in Finland. We have already like several customers here, but we wanted to go to another country. So in Germany, for example, the cities would license our platform and then use it in their region together with us. Okay. So just what's the difference between the first thing you described where companies pay do or sell run activities and the SaaS product you just described in Germany? Um, well, SaaS product is, is our way of growing and gaining those those um, activity providers. Basically. Oh, so it's the same business so model. It's the same business model, uh, although two different steps maybe because Finding finding the content is sometimes uh, you know takes resources and we didn't have that so we we started funding basically our growth through the SaaS model and, and so, so same, you have the you have the SaaS product that you just described how else do you make money? We make money from uh, all the activity sales so there's the commission um, uh, that's that's one way of of making money but we also sell some additional services to our city customers like what. Uh, who, who, like something like workshops, uh, additional marketing services. We even run some contests, uh, online contests, to, together with them to to get um, you know marketing permissions, emails, stuff like that. So okay, so you've got the SaaS business, you've got sales commissions on activities, and you've got services to city customers. 
Yes. I see. And over the past 12 months, when you look at total revenue, which one of those three made up your most revenue? SaaS license fees and subscriptions easily. So that's kind of like uh, bringing us 90 90 to 95% of all our our revenue. Oh, I see. I see. Let's just focus on that use case then for the rest of the show. So what are what are companies or like this company in Germany, what do they pay on average per month to use your technology? Um, it's a city-owned businesses like visit organizations. They pay um, at the moment 249 euros per month. Uh, now we're just about to raise the price to 450 euros per month. So okay, yeah. And and talk me to take me back to your first customer. When did you launch the business, and when did you get your first customer? Uh, we started. Oh, I started back in 2016. So that's like a little bit over five years ago. Uh, I st- started building a platform for local experiences. This was time before uh, Airbnb experiences, and I kind of like found. Um, I had the problem of finding authentic experiences and meeting the locals wherever I went. So I started solving that pro- problem basically, and we are still doing the same, although. Pivoted a little bit, couple of times to to. I mean, the strategy and the end goal is still the same, but way of getting there has been changing a little bit. Very cool. Okay, so 2016 is when you got going. That's when you got your first yes. customer. Now, have you bootstrapped this, Tommy, or did you raise capital? Um, well, I had some, you know, ten thousand of my own money. I took a loan of forty thousand, uh, and then we've been getting some government support. But we've been doing crowdfunding, so we've been raising uh, something like a little bit less than half a million in euros in in like through crowdfunding, equity crowdfunding. On what platform? Um, Cedars in London uh, lately, and then a couple of times in Finland, just by ourselves. Just What's it called? Cedars. How do you spell that? S e e d r s dot com. S e e d r s dot com. Got it. That's like yep. a equity crowdfunding platform. Yep. Yep. Okay. Interesting. So, so you put in 10K in 2016. You then took a loan for forty thousand dollars, and then to keep growing, you've you've done crowdfunding five hundred thousand bucks on platforms like Cedars. Yes. And tell me more about the team today. How many folks? Today we are seven uh, tourism travel professionals uh, and uh, working remotely. Everyone today are in Finland, but in in several locations. And how many of those seven are engineers? One. We only one. have one, one tech lead. Yeah, we've been outsourcing some parts of it, like you know, maybe front end uh, coding and stuff like that. But he's a he's a like true doer, you might say. He can, he yep. can build stuff. No, that's good. Now, when you raise on a crowdfunding, like crowdfunding equity, effectively, do you have to set a valuation or no? Yes, yes, you do. So, what I, I think what you said, two point four million euros, as your pre money valuation. Um, yeah, we had like lately, uh, la- last round, we that was 3.5 million fully diluted and, and 2 million with, with the share. So we have quite a big option pool for the, for the team today. Mm-hmm. So, so what does that mean? Like you were the sole founder, how much, like basically an ESOP pool is what you're talking about. How much did you have you reserved for employees? Um, so something like... Um, well, I still have have because it's you know shares, and then we have the option option pool, so it's kind of like a tricky to calculate everything. But today, I have something like seventy plus percent of of uh, equity myself, and the team has um, r- roughly thirty percent that will one day be converted into shares. So my, I'm going to be diluted then, and the team is going to be going to be owning more. So what about what about the five hundred thousand you raised from equity crowdfunding? How much would they own? 
a little bit less than 15 percent and that's 450 uh people uh, like individuals altogether some companies some angels but mainly just you know ordinary people who who want to own a, own, a, own a part of, of the growing business. So if that 15% comes out of your 70, you own like 55% fully diluted today. The ESOP pool is 30% and the crowdfunding is another 15, something like that. Something like that, you could say, yeah. What credit card should I use? You guys have heard this. If you're scaling with 10, 20 employees, you know that your lead developer needed your credit card data to sign up for Jira or Trello. Your head of marketing needed the credit card to sign up for Facebook ads. Or your head of HR needed a credit card or your credit card data to sign up for that Delta trip you need to take to that next conference. Nobody understands or understood how to track this stuff efficiently and effectively until Ramp came along. Create virtual or physical cards for everybody on your team as you grow and build your SaaS company. Quickly log into Ramp and see where there are discounts you might be able to get that you didn't know about. For example, maybe you save 100 bucks a month on Trello or 20 bucks a month on your email marketing provider. Ramp has all these listed in their platform and you can assign a credit card, both virtual or and physical, to every employee and set limits. That way, you can quickly see if your dev tool spend is going up. Are you spending more on Trello? Or are Facebook ads increasing too fast? Or are you spending too much on travel? It's incredible the amount of insight you can see inside the Ramp dashboard. I got a look the other day and I was blown away. I said, I've got to partner with these guys. Check it out today at nathanlacka.com forward slash ramp. That's nathanlacka.com forward slash ramp. I'm not going to tell you about the special bonus you'll see, but once you go to the landing page, you'll see there's a big with two zeros bonus on this page, nathanlacka.com forward slash ramp. Check it out today because time is money and I want you to save both. Anything surprise you about crowdfunding equity? I know a lot of my listeners have thought about doing this. Okay, yeah. Well, there's, there's going to be quite a lot of surprises, I would say, but um, it's going to be hard work. You can you can say that um, it's going to be like putting a persona uh, involved in the in the in the campaign. But it's a good way of getting people who who are enthusiastic about their brand. Maybe it's good to have a consumer, somewhat consumer brand, to because uh, it makes it easier to raise money. I don't know. Sometimes they say that one third comes from your network, uh, one third comes from uh, the network of your network, and then uh, one third, like honestly, comes outside of that. And I might say that's pretty close to the truth. Mm-hmm. And tell me a little bit more about how many customers you're serving today. Um, yeah, so we have three customers. Um, one being the cities, which we have. Uh, a little bit less than 100 cities uh, who are using our platform today. Then we have the experienced providers that would be 1,250 um, experienced provide- providers roughly. And then the end customers, obviously, to buy the experiences. Uh, used to be international travelers, uh, nowadays domestic travelers, maybe virtual experiences that you do before you travel somewhere. And those. But, but Tommy, how many customers? Yeah. Okay, sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, something like I would say 10,000. Up to okay. up to date. monthly, monthly, uh, depending on the season and and obviously the pandemic has played a little bit of part here. But how many in October? July, though, a consumer um, booking at least one experience through your platform. I'm gonna give you a number from July because that was a you know a good, okay month you might say, and that would be two thousand three hundred uh, and a okay. little bit over people just buying experiences. And what's the average price on those uh, experiences? Um, average booking would be a little bit less than 50 euros, 46, 47, and an average price of sold experience is something like 
you know, 25 euros each. Okay, got it. So 2,300 activities at 50 bucks a pop. I mean, it's like 115 grand of activity flowing through your platform, which you took a small fee on. That's that's basically basically the case, and the the commission changes from five percent to twenty, depending on the location. So I see, I see. Yeah. But you have a hundred customers paying for your your uh, SaaS tool. Uh, hundred cities using that. We would have um, today um, forty paying customers, and through that we have have uh, have the. Uh, Roughly 80, 90 cities. So, so ARR, uh, annual recurring revenue, 92,000 today and, uh, and growing. Mm-hmm. So 92,000 yeah. today means you're doing about, what is that, $7,500 per month in revenue? Uh, yeah, monthly recurring revenue, um, seven and a half thousand yeah. and, euros. And where were you exactly a year ago? Do you remember? Uh, what was that? Where were you exactly a year ago in revenue? Year ago in the revenue, a little bit over half of that. So we've okay. been we've been able to grow within the pandemic, which is you know nice. I understand that this is not the case with travel, uh, travel industry everywhere, and and in in all all like technologies are doing quite good, and we have the have something that we can help out actually the the, the companies that are in trouble and and regions that are in trouble so we've been able to triple our revenue two years in a row and this year we're going to be doubling it That's numbers great. are small, were, were you were still. you much were you much larger before covid no we were we were just about to so we started our sauce business uh, just before uh, covid which was actually helping us out when the when the pandemic hit very cool. Well, nice growth. Uh, valuation has grown too as you've done these equity crowdfundings and you've got people using the platform. This is, I think, the the this is the intermediary step where you see SaaS companies turning into blockchain-based token businesses. It starts off with letting your crowdfunding folks, you know, get in. They probably mm. use your technology to book experiences. Before you know it, you'll be in you'll be on blockchain. Any plans to do that in the near future? Uh, not at least yet. So kind of like now now that you mentioned it, I, I started thinking about that. But now we are, you know, basically focusing on growing in Germany and building our next funding round, which is gonna be with VCs most likely. How much are you looking to raise? We're looking to raise one million uh, in uh, in like first half of next year. So I started already my mm-hmm. long list and yeah. And how much what valuation are you looking to raise at? Uh, it's gonna be four million pre-money. 4 million pre-money. Very cool. We're rooting, we're rooting for you. Uh, in the meantime, though, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Oh, it's not a business book, book, but I always enjoy Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? I have a hard time having heroes of my own, but I don't know. Maybe I'm not going to name anyone now. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building doers? Favorite tool? Uh, well, maybe that's just boring, but Zoom. Zoom? Mm. All right. Number three or four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Uh, I try to sleep eight hours and uh, fail miserably most right. of the time. And what's your situation, Tommy? Married, single kids? Married with kids, yeah. How many kids? Two, seven-year-old and three-year-old girls both. You're a busy guy. How old are you? I'm 41. 41. Last question. Something you wish you knew when you were 20. Something that I was wishing when I was 20. Something you wish you knew. Yep. I wish I knew. Oh, uh, 
I started my first business like um, honestly hands on when I was 35. So if I've known that it's going to be like this, I would have started earlier. Guys, there you have it. Doers.com launched in 2016. He put in 10K of his own money, took out a 40K loan, has now raised about 500,000 bucks in equity crowdfunding at a 3.5 million valuation. Grown revenue from 4,000 a month to $7,500 per month. Nice growth. Now targeting a million dollar round at a 4 million pre-money valuation, all to help you enjoy better experiences, travel experiences. Uh, they've got 40 cities paying 250 bucks a month on average and scaling nicely, tripling year over year, doubling more recently. Tommy, thanks for taking us to the top. Thanks, Nathan.